45 minutes. Uh, it could last an hour. It just depends on how many questions. could last 40 minutes. I don't know. We do have snacks and all that. But if you, know, if you want, I want to get to know you. There's, if there's no required anything. If you have any question, you know, I'm there to, I'll, I will answer it. I can tell you, you know, it just lets you know, you know, hey, this is how this started. Here's who we're accountable to. Here's all of this stuff. Here's in, just information for you to pray about, think about, all that kind of stuff. So that's immediately following the service, and I'll get to spend some time with you if that's something you would like to do. I need your prayers today <laughs> because I've, uh, I brought up a, uh, and I mean, actually, that's why I have these glasses. Because I used to preach out of this Bible, and the words are extremely big, and I wanted to make myself feel better by wearing. No, <laughs> um, but I could picture this Bible. I had it in my office, and so I put the other one in my office because. I would have the tendency that I would want to go back to the, to the one, same, Bible's the Bible, I get it, uh, but I had put notes in this on what we are doing today, and the Lord showed me that Bible, and the one I have, and so I wanted to get it out, I'll hold it here in a, I'll hold it here in a minute. We've been talking about faith walk. We've been, you know, and I, I promised we did this whole financial thing. And anytime you talk about finances and we did it for weeks, it's kind of, you know, sometimes maybe you lose people along the way or sometimes they're like, ah, oh. there's so much. You know, Jesus talked more about money than he did heaven and hell. I mean, and we need to know this is what God says, not what Brett says, what God says. So I tried to cover that in the best way that I could. Uh, I could have even gone on for more weeks, but I felt like the Lord said, stop. He told me to go back and do this because I had promised I would show you what Pastor Kim and I do and how we believe God and how things show up and the things that we've learned about the kingdom. And, and so I started that last week. This would be week two. And then he shows me this picture of this Bible. Um, and I had put in notes in it. So I'm, if it's all right with you, I mean, I have literally, literally, because this is revisited Faith Walk, eight weeks of notes that I'm, I was revamping. We're going to cover not eight weeks today. So, thanks so much, and we'll see you Christmas Eve. We're not doing that, but um, we're, you know, what I'm going to do, I just want to cut to the chase. Is, is that okay? And so I'm, I'm going to try to condense all of this. If uh, not, well, not... I, I'm not trying to shorten everything, but I want to get to the point, and pretty soon, if you give me just a minute, I'm going to, I'll be on this, and then I won't, because then I'll be on this, um, if that is all right. Um, so I'm kind of, feel kind of like uh, John Wayne today, uh, because I think I feel like I'm shooting from the hip, Pilgrim. That's kind of, I mean, I'm like, Lord... All right, but um, so I just wanted to cover some things because I'm uh, just to get started. Then I'm leaving this, and I'm not going by notes. I'm only going by what the spirits tell me. Well, he tells me every week, but I, I write it down, and you know. But now I'm not writing. I'm just going to go by what this says. Okay. So when we're talking about having faith and talking about sowing a seed, we get people that get bent out of shape because then it's all about. Again, their, their hang-up was money. I know what that's like because that was my hang-up. It was always, it's always about money. It's always about money. It's all, you know why they can, you know, they can, they can afford to give. You know why they can afford to give? Because they give. God gives seed to the sower. I never looked at it that way. And what we do is we end up judging people because of, well, they can afford to do that because they have this, this, and this. Well, they have this, this, and this because they... They sowed it. And just knowing that and, and, and a perspective of how that looks. So when I met our headship, Pastor Gary, and, and he started talking to me about the kingdom, I was never raised that way. I, I grew up in a Methodist church here in town. We weren't told about the kingdom, not like that. We were just basically, you know, there's a God and there's a heaven and there's a hell and there's a devil. And you can be an acolyte if you do this. <laughs> 
When I was a kid, I wanted to be an acolyte. Don't know why, because it really looks stupid in a white dress. <laughs> but, so, you know, pastor started talking to me, and he said, this way he told me, he said, well, I sowed a seed for my deer. Now, I have heard the term, sowed a seed. But I'm just like, okay, explain that. I just thought it was a duty, a religious exercise. Oh, we're going to receive the offering. Have people get bent out of shape if I use the word take. We can't take the offering, we receive it. Okay. Okay. But it was just a duty. It was just, oh, I just, I have to give. And, and that's, that's what God expects. And do you know that if you don't give a dime, God's not going to love you any less? That's just the truth. If you give a billion dollars, he's not going to love you anymore. That's just the truth. But I never saw that. Nobody was teaching that. It was all manipulation and just guilt and, and man-driven. We've been in a service one time where they took, get it, they took five offerings. Five. Because they didn't reach the amount that they wanted. I was really having trouble sitting and staying. And we had sowed in... And I think this might have been even before we were learning about the kingdom. And then somebody said, if you've only sowed this amount, that's pathetic. I wanted to come out of my skin. We have seen it taught wrong. We've seen all that. We had to get past that. You can, you can sit and listen to me and get offended. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just saying, please listen to me. There's more. If we look at it through a fence, we, we don't get this right. We always, you know, I grew up kind of thinking, oh, God's just trying to get something from me. And then found out he was trying to get something to me. He just needed a channel and a way to do it. That's it. He wants you to trust him. He's looking for people that will, that will trust him. So anyway... He tells me about this sowing a seed. I gave him a hard time, and I was talking to some of the team back there. I'd never seen it this way before, and I'm, I'm going to jump onto this in just a minute, but I need to lay at least a little foundation. It's not going to take me long. So he, Pastor challenged me. He said, try it. Now, I, I looked into, you ever look into somebody's eyes and, and know if they're telling you the truth? My children... I love my kids. Sam had the ability to cry crocodile tears almost at will. And, you know, I was asking him about something that he, you know, did. He said he didn't. And he started just, this tears started flowing. And I'm buying every bit of it. Kim sticks her head around the corner and says, he's lying. And I, you know, I, I didn't even see it because, I mean, I just like, oh, bless his heart. Look at him. Look at those tears. Cry me a river. There have been stuff that, you know, we, our kids were homeschooled, you know. And so because in ministry, that's, you know, we people back in the day, that wasn't popular. Today is probably a lot more popular. There are people that, oh, your, your kids. If, you, if you're homeschooling, no, 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 because then they don't have interaction with other kids and blah, 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 blah. But what do they complain about if your kids are in public school? The interaction they have with other kids. I mean, so it's just like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, there was a spelling test. Kim gave him a spelling test. I don't know if this is the exact thing that this incident was about, but just to give you an example, I didn't catch it. She finally did. And that we were confronting him. He had turned in the same list 17 times. Did you do your spelling? Sure did. <laughs> and then she realized, wait a second. <laughs> so anyway, I looked at Gary's eyes, and he was telling me the truth. He's talking to me, and I'm like, every word he was telling me, I knew he believed every word he was saying. And he was just like, it's not mine. He said, this is, this is the Bible. Do it. So this is what I did. I said, okay. I'm going to believe God for a seven-point buck because it's an odd number. 
I could have said a doe. I could have said anything. I said seven points. He's like, okay, so Kim and I, and I'll show you the steps because that's, that's all we're going to do once I'm done with this foundation. I went out, got up my tree stand, and I was kind of expecting in my tree stand because I'm like, what if he's right? This is kind of exciting. I've never seen fate like this. It was always, God always answered yes, no, maybe, or, and most of the time in church, if we're honest, it was always no or wait or maybe. I had very few yeses. Anybody ever get a whole lot of yeses growing up? Like, why? I'm just reading about it. I wanted to see it. I heard something come out of the brush. Here come a deer. And I could see horns. I'm like, it's a buck. Came right over to my stand. Now, think about this. And stopped broadside. I'm just up in the stand. I'm probably 18 feet up, looking down, and I'm counting. Guess what I'm counting? His antlers. Dasher, dancer, prancer. <laughs> no, I'm counting, and I did, and I counted seven. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. So I counted again. Now, I have my gun right there. I'm not even pointing my gun. I'm counting I counted again, seven, and he's just down there standing there like, like he's a decoy. He's not moving. He's not going away. Every once in a while, he paws his foot. So for minutes, he just stays there. And I, I think the Holy Spirit is like, Brett, excuse me, Brett, earth the brat. The rest is history. And so I got the seven point. Things continued to happen like that. That would be specific. And I'm like, there's no, how can that be? You know, and I've told you the story of, I, I was believing with Sam for a six point and he wanted a 10 point. The six point came out first, stood right in front of me. I mean, why wasn't it a doe? Why wasn't it something else? But it was six points and I had declared that. Now say, that. I said that with my mouth. Faith is voice activated. Doubt is voice activated. Sam corrected me and said, Dad, because he didn't get the six point. It went away. The next day, well, I asked him, I said, why didn't you shoot it? He goes, because that was your deer. The next day, he got a 10 point. The next week, I had wrote on a check. Again, I'm like, maybe there's something behind this. So I did what I'm telling you. I agreed with Kim, and I wrote on the memo section of the check, four point or an eight point. And I went out. And I wasn't out 15, 20 minutes, and two deer came out of the woods, and they were running side by side and stopped right in front of me, a four-point and an eight-point. I'm like, are you kidding me? Here's Johnny. <laughs> and so I, I took the four-point because it was bigger than the eight-point. I already had an eight-point mounted. So I've never seen anything like this before. And so, But here's the problem that we get because we got people that are like, that can't be true. That's not, you're, you're trying to buy God. I'll try to answer all those questions. I can't buy God. Do you think I can buy God? He's got streets of gold. Come on. So, no, this isn't about that. This is, and I'll do my best to explain it. This is a point of contact. This is a point of release of faith. Faith always has a point of release, always has a point of reception, always. And it's about just saying, okay. Here's the other thing. 1 John 5, 14, 15. See, they have notes of everything else that I'm not even doing, so I'm sorry, guys. Um, but it says, this is the confidence. God wants you to have confidence in him. That if I ask anything, and it says according to his will... He hears me, meaning he takes the case. Not just that we're not talking about he hears physically, but he oversees that justice is done and that things happen because it is a kingdom law. Now, understanding, this is where people get messed up. His will. I'm not talking about pie in the sky stuff. I'm not talking about God being Santa Claus and, and uh, you know, and we've talked about that. So I just wanted to clarify Matthew 6.33 says, seek first the kingdom, right? So if I seek first the kingdom, I start wanting what he wants. 
if God is my number one. If I'm off, things don't happen. Something breaks that line. And then I have to ask myself, what didn't happen? It's not God. It's got to be me. Maybe I wasn't in faith. Maybe I didn't ask. Maybe I was out of faith because it wasn't in his will. Now, it is his will to prosper you, not just financially. Do you know salvation means everything from being physically well to having funds and all of that thing? Did you know that that's everything? Say this with me. Healing is God's idea. I'm not trying to convince God. He's trying to convince me. Did you hear it? We, we complicate everything. God is keeping this pretty simple. So if I want the things that he wants and he says, Brett, I want you blessed, why would, well, all I need is just what I need to get by. I don't need anything else. Well, what if he wants to use you to help somebody else? That's what we're supposed to do. The true riches are you guys, the church. So I'm, I'm trying to preach to people and that are watching online that maybe they're not sitting in here. So I'm kind of talking to the choir. Okay, I'm, I don't know if I'll need these or not, but we'll see. Okay, so let's talk about what happens in the Bible, okay? You remember the woman that was commanded to take care of the prophet, the widow? And so the prophet comes by and he finds her and she's collecting sticks. And he says to her, I'm thirsty. And because uh, I'm not up by my notes, so if I don't have everything memorized, will you be okay? Oh, good. Because if you're not, too bad. Uh, so, he couple, so anyway, so he says to, you know, he says, okay, give me something to drink. And while you're at it, Make me something to eat. I'm paraphrasing. She says, listen, bud, I'm doing this because I've got enough to make some bread, collecting these sticks, going to have a fire, make something for me and my kid. We're going to eat it, and we're going to die. Oh, joy. And he says, go ahead and do what you're going to do, collect the stuff, but still bring something to me first. And she does. And he tells her that your, your oil and your flour will last. And it does. Now, there's another story where the woman is, who boy, I'm telling you. There's another story where the woman is, they're going to take her sons away. They want to use them as slaves or whatever. And she doesn't have any money to take care of things. And so she goes and asks, and he says, what do you have? She said, all I have is a little bit of oil. That's all I got in my house. And he said, go get as many jars as you can. So she does. And so they take the oil, they start pouring it in the jars. And it just keeps filling them up. She doesn't know how many jars she has because she tells her son, give me another jar. And he said, we don't have any more. And the oil stopped. So then she asked the prophet and he says, go sell the oil, pay off your debts, and you can live on the rest. Now, five loaves, two fish. We're hungry. You give them something to eat. We have five loaves, two fish. Bring it to me. So they bring it to him. He prays over it, gives it to them. They distribute it. 20,000 people get fed. Here's what I want to tell you. When you sow... Notice when the lady sowed oil and flour, what was multiplied? Oil and flour. So oil, oil. 
Fish and bread. Fish and bread. So when an item was sowed, that's what it reproduced. I've told you stories when I turned around and I gave the, my watch to the guy behind me. I didn't want to. It was a Seiko watch, had a diamond chip in it, but now I find the history of this. My dad had found it on the ground. <laughs> Used it as a Christmas present. So, Dad, if you're watching, bless your heart. And he's like, yes. Got that along right side of my rain gauge. <laughs> Have a good Christmas, son. Anyways, he was in that service. And, and, the, and God told me in that service, he said, take your watch off. Give it to the guy behind you. And I'm like, so there was, I mean, I'm in charge of the service. But I'm sitting down. I can't remember what was going on. I don't know if I had a guest speaker. Maybe it was during, I think, praise and worship or something. There was a, you know, I was going to come up front and that kind of thing. So I just took my watch off. I turned around and went to shake the guy's hand and did this. Put it in his hand. His face turned white. Now we find out later he had told the Lord, I am done. I'm done. I don't even know if you exist. If you exist, have somebody give me a watch tonight because I'm going to end it all. I didn't know that. But I'm like, I'm out of watch. In two weeks, five watches came in. People were walking in. The UPS guy who I don't know came in. This is what he did. I'm, I'm you know, there was my office, the secretary's office. He walks in the door. Secretary's sitting there. He comes in. He gives a package. She says, Pastor, there's a package. I said, go ahead and sign for us. He goes, sign. And he looks over at me and he goes, and he can't get it off. And then he just tosses it. He goes, take it. I'm like, and he just turns around and walks out. So, see, some of that stuff started happening. I'm like, there's something that's going on. And Paul talks about it in the Corinthians. He talks about, you know, it, now listen to what I'm saying. So I want you to understand what I'm saying. When, when something was given, that's what multiplied. Okay? Because we just talked about stories like that. But when funds were given, they pretty much could say, what are we giving this for? And then that's what was multiplied. Now, again, I don't have everything right here in front of me. <clears throat> but I'm like, okay, because the scripture literally says, and Paul was commending them because they had given. And he said, because you have given, he said, it was part of anything. And see, we don't like to think that because what happens is people abuse anything. It was no big deal for God to give me a seven-point buck or an eight-point buck or, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't think that's a... A big deal. I have somebody, well, what if I ask God for a 47-point buck? Okay. That's between you and God. But you know what my mind says? You got to give that time for that deer to get there. Now, this is what I'm saying. Because there's times I've sowed, and I'm like, Lord. And, and this is what he's told me. It's not in your woods right now. So in other words, now think about what I'm trying to tell you. Remember Abraham and Isaac? He tells Abraham, or Abraham tells Isaac, and he tells the guys there, the lad and I will come back later. We're going to return to you. And he's going to, and God is saying, put, I mean, Isaac is older. He's not like he's like my grandson, Asher. This, this kid is, I mean, he's good size. I don't even know what his age is, but he's not a little boy. He's not like, hmm. sometimes we picture that. I, don't, I think he's more like teenager kind of thingy, if they're, you know. <laughs> but is Abraham, come on. <laughs> as Abraham is obedient, the Bible says that there's a ram that gets caught in a thicket. Seek first the kingdom. So this is what I'm telling you. As we follow God, he's putting things in line for you. Can you imagine? I can see a ram on that hillside that's saying, like, I think I'm going to go this way. 
And there's an angel going, oh, no, 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 over here. And they just pushing it towards wherever it has to be. Okay. Are we good? We still on the same page? It's the lighting. <laughs> Ushers take him out. <laughs> okay, so listen. This is what I'm saying. What do you believe in God for? So I'm going to give you the list of what we have done. I'm not asking for your agreement. I'm just, I, I wrote them down because this is the way that we did them. This is as real as I can get for you. Now, if you want to come up later and take a picture of my Bible, you can, I mean, if you're like, I don't have notes, I need notes. They'll post this and you can listen to it again or whatever. But what do you have in your house or with you or whatever that you let me get my glasses back on. That you must release that you want to sow what you're believing for. It doesn't always have to be money. I mean, if, if God tells you money, I mean, Sam sowed for his 10 point for, for like $2 and some change, or maybe it was a buck 50. I don't remember. Wasn't anything that'd break a bank. Most of the time when I sow for a deer, it's like 10 bucks, 20 bucks. It's just whatever the Lord tells me. But again, we've sown different things. Sometimes it's big items. We've sown cars. We've sown computers. Sown watches. If he said give it, okay. I didn't really understand all of the seed. But the Bible says this, as long as the earth remains. I did give him that scripture. Seed time and harvest. It's a law. A farmer, when he sows a seed... He believes the seed will produce. He really doesn't know how it happens in the ground, but he knows that I've sown it and it'll produce because that's what happens. It is a law, seed time and harvest. So you can be expectant when you sow because I think it'd be kind of silly if you're, if you're a farmer and you're going, I'm, I'm sowing, but I don't believe anything's coming up. Well, you know how that works. You're not in the ground, but once it goes in the ground, things happen. It germinates, things Things start happening. And that's what happens with you. The enemy comes for what? The word. And so the word gets sown in you, and he comes for that word. And this is the, the issue that we have as the church. It's the time that we sow and the time that it show. That sounds fun. <laughs> it's the time in between. In the meantime is where we lose our confession. Because if it doesn't show up right away, well, we must have did something wrong. Well, uh, I don't know. I guess God didn't hear me. It works for PB, but it doesn't work for me. Do you know there's things that are happening right now that we have sown for? And I, have, I believe I have the answer, but I haven't seen it manifest yet. Okay. So what do you have? So we are just like, if there's something that her and I are we're like, we're believing God. Now, th again, think about this. Seek first the kingdom. So for all these people out there that are saying I'm saying something else, you're not listening. God, what do you want? Because let me just say this. If I said to myself, I'm going to get Kim a nice gift. She's going to love those camo pajamas and that crossbow. Kim would be like, you got that for you. Well, if you're not going to use it, babe. No, I would, I would ask her for what is it that you want? And she would tell me. Well, sometimes, you know, because then I like, I like surprising her. But understand, seek first the kingdom. If you have an assignment, and you all do, I do, you do, 
then he has everything you need to complete your assignment. He has everything waiting for you to bring it from that realm to this realm. But if you don't get God involved, he can't do it. I don't know if you're listening. That's how things happen on earth as it is in heaven. You have authority given to you by God. And when you delegate that, when you use it, you bring in the supernatural into the natural by your belief, confessing with your mouth, believing in your heart, and not doubting. So what do you have? If you don't have, if you're wanting something specific, maybe he'll tell you to sew that item. That's what he's done with me different times, from a watch to computer to vehicles. Then you believe for a return. So if he's asking me, what do you want? I can, here's, here's the vehicle I'd like, or here's the watch I'd like, you know, and people get all bent up about that. But, you know, bottom line is, I just want to make him happy. Sometimes my, my kids want stuff, and I'm like, you ain't getting that. <laughs> because they want stuff out of context or that they're not ready for. Maddie's sitting in the front row. Do you know how long when she wanted to drive? You better be thankful. <laughs> I took her and trained all my kids. You know where I, got, I taught my kids to drive? In the cemetery. You can't hurt anybody there. <laughs> but it's a great place because there's not a lot of traffic. And I could say, pull into this, stop, back out, go this way. So now you got a great idea. I taught them all how to drive in a cemetery. It was awesome. And thank the Lord. You feeling better now? <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. Let me move on real quick. Number two, you confess over it. You speak over your seed. So there, there's stuff that I'm, I'm trying to throw in here at the same time. There's power in agreement. If one will put 1,000, two can put 10,000. So her and I are on the same page. Now, that being said, we both have to be on God's page. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? So in other words, if I'm like doing something pie in the sky, like I'm believing God for, you know, and she'd be like, boy, I don't feel that at all. Or vice versa. So, I mean, we kind of keep each other in check. But yet God is the giver of all good things. Nothing bad. God doesn't give bad things. I got people that are mad now because you can't tell people that God heals. Because what if he doesn't heal so-and-so? They're going to be mad, and they'll be heartbroken because you told them he did and he didn't. I'm telling you, God heals every time, whether we receive it or not. That's up to the person receiving. The Bible says that he does. I didn't write it. It's in there. Jesus went to his hometown and he wanted to heal people, and it says he could. This is God. This is Jesus. This is God with skin on. And he couldn't heal people. He wanted to, but it was because of their what? Unbelief. What do we all fight today? Unbelief. But God's will is that you have, you be whole, body, soul, and spirit. Your mind, your will, and your emotions, Everything. It's, it's his will that you shouldn't have to struggle. Brett, do you struggle? I have struggled. I do struggle from time to time. I'm not happy about that. I still need work. I don't have it all down. So we confess over the seed. So Kim and I will be in agreement. If you're married, get in agreement with your spouse. What are you believing for? We believe God... One time we needed $450 to pay bills. I gathered my kids around. I had not even met Pastor Gary yet. I didn't. Now I look back and go, oh, this was working then. Did you know back in the day when Jesus walked, there was 
They could, there could have been electricity. They just didn't know how to. You believe that? People could have flew in planes, but nobody knew the law of lift. Gravity still was there. But anyway, we got the kids around. And we said, this is what we're believing God for. We're, we need $450. And my boys looked at me and like, wow. They were just little. Mal was a little bit older. She's probably telling them, yeah, that's what, it's, that's what we're doing. Those of you who don't know, Mal was the girl singing in the middle. So, anyway, <clears throat> we said, yeah. And I had church that night, and they usually all went with me, but we were being attacked, and we hadn't learned what we know now. So there was sickness. Every toilet in our house was being used. Oh, what fun. But anyway, to make a long story short, I go, and so I tell her, and we were like, there was, we didn't see any answer to this. We prayed. I didn't know what I was doing, except I just believed that God would take care of me. You see, sometimes you think you have to know this completely. Like if you, you get a word wrong or you don't say this right, this isn't a magic spell, y'all. This isn't witchcraft. This is, this is the word of God. This is solid ground. This, you can put everything you stock and own dear on this word. And my boys, I remember them asking me, Daddy, how's that going to happen? I said, I don't, I don't know. But I've learned now it's not my job on how. That's his job. My job is just to believe. So I go to walk out the door. Taped on the door is an envelope that says, to the man of God. Like, what? Now, we didn't tell anybody anything. We didn't tell the church. We didn't tell anybody anything. Pull the envelope down. There was $500 in it. I was excited. I called all the, I called the boys. and Kids, kids, come here. And they all come in. What is it, Dad? What, what is it, Dad? <laughs> and I took out the money. Tithe off of 500 is what? 50. What's left? What do we need? Oh, my goodness. I took that money out and I fanned it like I was Cracker Jack Bill. And I mean, Sammy's eyes went. Like he goes, wow, couldn't I hold it? I'm like, sure. And they're like, who did that? To this day, I have no idea. I don't know how it got there. I don't know who put it there. But God did it. And I went to church that night in wonder and amazement of the God I serve. So, you know, I've seen too much for people. You can be a naysayer. You can get mad at me. I make no apologies for what the word of God does or what he says. Okay, so we confess over it. Number three, then we release it in faith. Why do we receive it? Why should you receive it? What are you standing on? Is there a word you're standing on? Is it because you have bills to pay or whatever? Okay, my God supplies all of my need. Philippians 4.19. I, I have, a, have a word. Find out. Know what, know what you're sowing for and believing with and what God says about it. Revelation 12.11 says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Do you have a word? I mean, if I'm going to attack hell, I don't want to just use a squirt gun. You know what I mean? So I got a word. So we release it in faith. And we're specific. Lord, I'm believing you for a seven-point buck. Lord, I'm believing you for this. Lord, I'm believing for this insurance money. Lord, I'm believing for this to pay the car payment. How many would like to not have a payment? Then, then start asking him and believe him for that. And then see what he says. I mean, if you can use money to name things... I thank you, Lord, for being able to pay off my car. We've paid off several cars because God has helped us do it. And we're going to be paying. The only thing we own is our house and our car. I want to pay the car off. I want to pay the house off. Okay. Number four, follow the instruction of the Holy Spirit. Strategy. Get a plan. God's going to give you a plan. 
and he's going to help you. He's going to put a place. He's going to give you an idea or a concept. I told the uh, the core leaders the other night. Well, I've told you guys too. The one time we, you know, we Sam wanted to, you know, he's old enough. Dad, I want to go hunting. I want to go hunting. I want to go with you. And yada yada yada. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, but it costs because I didn't have woods then. So to buy the hunting license and to buy the deer tags, this is what we would need. So this is what we did. I said, let's let you and I, let's believe God. Now, listen, I don't think he sowed a seed because he's under my authority, but I sowed and he agreed. Are you with me? So I said, God, what do you want me to sow? And whatever that was, whether it's 20 bucks, 25 bucks, I don't know. I don't remember. It's really, it was just a point. That point of contact is just a place to release my faith. Okay? Are you, we, we good? So I, I, I released my faith with Sam. I went to work, had to stop in at the bank, went into the bank, and the lady at the bank said, hey, I heard you detail cars. I hadn't detailed a car in a while. I said, well, I, yeah, we, okay, yeah, we've done that before. She said, would you detail my car out? What would that cost me? I said, well, what do you want done on it? So she said, there's my car out there. I said, 60 bucks. That's what I normally would charge. And, you know, we'll, we'll wash it and wax it and sweep it out and do all that. And she said, oh, that'd be great. Can you do it today? I said, yeah. So when I went home, I told Sam, Whatever you're doing, stop, because this is what we're doing now. <laughs> and he said, what? I said, we're going to clean this car because God just proved a way, provided for us to get all of those tags. So him and I spent the next four hours doing this car. I took it back before the bank closed, and she was just like, it's beautiful. I'm going to give you 80. And she did. We paid for the license. First, we, I gave tithe and offering off that. Paid for the license, and I turned around to my son. I said, look what God just did. Now, he could say this. He didn't. He could say, well, God didn't help us wash and wax that car. Do you understand that the job you have, God gave you? Do you understand the breath you breathe, God gave you? Do you understand the hands you have, all of that stuff, all of your person? God did that. So we just went out and we went that night, and we went and got our tags and everything. That was the year he got the 10 point. God had put a plan in place. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit. So then you have to go get it. Peter, go get the coin out of the fish's mouth. What if Peter wouldn't have done that? They came and got Jesus and Peter for tax evasion. But there's a plan. So he's going to give you a plan. All right. Number five. When that's revealed, whatever that plan is, you have to act on it, which is just what we just talked about. So that's pretty simple. Act quickly. Seize the moment, which is neat that I put that in there. That was years ago. When you see it, the enemy sees it. So if God is saying, go do this, get this, sometimes you're going to have to act right now. Sometimes he's told me, I need you to go pray for them right now. I need you to pay for their dinner right now. I need you to do this right now. I need you to... We were in a service one time, and the Lord, <laughs> I felt like he said, you need to sow $100, and you need to sow it to that person. And he told me the person, and I'm like, okay. And I looked down, and Kim's got the checkbook out. She's writing. And I said, hey, 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 hey. I'm supposed to sow $100. God told me to sow $100. And she goes, okay, he told me too. <laughs> So I don't, I, I don't argue with that. And so we just, we've had people come and go, how, it's following. You need to understand following. And, and if we get caught up in our actions, well, the reason this happened is because I did this. That's self-righteousness. That's not what we're talking about. This is all down to, because the word says as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest, sowing and reaping, and God told me to do it, I did it. And because I did it, because the word said that, that's why that happened. Don't get stuck on yourself. Seek first the kingdom. Okay? 
Faith without works is dead. Yes. And yes, obedience is great. Yes. But your obedience is always to the word, to the father. He'll tie that to you. You don't have to tie it to him. He knows. Again, I'm not trying to convince God. He's trying to get stuff to me. I fight him a lot. And I'm not trying to. At least sometimes I don't even, I'm not even aware that I'm fighting him. Okay. Okay, here's, here's the other thing. I can take my glasses off now. Those are five things. Did you get them? Here's the other thing that would go in there. When we sow, whether it's financially or maybe it's just by an act of kindness or it's a gift. Um, now, I don't do this every time, but I did in the beginning. And if this helps you, do this. Write it down. In other words, the date and time. Because Mark eleven twenty three and 24 says that we believe we receive when we pray. So we thank him before we ever see it. Write it down. Because it's the time in the middle of that that the enemy comes to steal your harvest. And I, I can tell you, I have missed my harvest because I've jumped track. Have you ever done that? I get, got discouraged. It didn't show up when I thought. Nothing happened when I wanted. And, oh, I must have missed it. And I got double-minded. And then, so let me share this. I'm praying. If you've missed your harvest, sometimes it's because then we've like sown a specific seed. Now, we've had large seeds that we've sown. We've had smaller seeds. We've had minimal seeds. We've had objects, whatever. But if you got double-minded and you spoke against it, you will know by the Romans says to be led by what? By peace. If you, like, I've lost my peace. How do I get it back? I don't think my harvest is coming. See, what we do in the church world is we, we blame God for failed harvest when we never really even sowed. We weren't believing for it. Or we got out of agreement with what the word says. So if that's happened to you, that's happened to me um, well, I prayed for that eight-point buck, and I'm asleep, and he's from here to the gentleman away, laying down, and I'm in orange sitting on a white bucket. Why is he? I mean, that's like stupid, but he's just, and he's looking at me. Why, was, why wasn't it a doe? Why was there a deer there anyway? Because I'm just sitting out in the open, but there he was, and I missed him. I was so excited. I don't know if y'all know what buck fever is, but most of the men probably would. But I shot three times. I don't know what I. <laughs> but anyway, so what happened? I just like, Lord, I was so discouraged. I missed him. Now I won't get. I mean, that was my seed and my harvest. It came and I missed it. See, God's expecting us to do our part. He's not coming down and taking a hold of my gun and going steady obviously <laughs> not doing that so if you you know if you missed your harvest or you just i got out of agreement or you just blew it so again that's it it's easy okay because if i've already tainted my first seed I, i'm like i know i lost that then sow a fresh one so you have new faith on your new seed does that make sense that's what he told that's, I mean, I'm like, okay, that's easy. So I sowed again, and I got my deer. I'm just trying to help you. This isn't name it and claim it and blab it and grab it and all of the stuff. I'm just saying, when you walk with the Lord, now I'm just going to give you a quick testimony real quick. This guy right here, head of security, this Amish fellow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> Bless his heart. I love John. John sent me a picture 
of the deer he got on his land. They just, they got their, this house they've been believing God for. They got this house. He's got 10 acres. And he, you know, he followed what I'm telling you, believed he received. And he sent me a picture of him with this buck he had and with the caption, thanks for teaching me. Now, before you go, I'm not saying this to say, look at what I taught him. I'm just saying this is what I was taught. Okay? He says, thanks for teaching me the ability to receive in the kingdom. You see, guys, your father wants to bless you. you, you would, he wants to bless you more than you want to even be blessed. It's his good pleasure to bless. That's what he it brings. It says you can't please him without faith. It doesn't say that's the only thing, but it does say... You need that faith that pleases him for you to believe in him. So my challenge to you is this. If you believe that he is a good God. And if you seek him first and his will, not, not your will, his will. And you get your assignment. And you start walking it out. And you start putting him first. Everything I have, God, is yours. You see, it's, it's not an issue then. Now you become a channel. Can he trust you? The Bible says if, if you can't be trusted with the little, you won't be trusted with much. And you, if you can't be trusted with much, you're not going to be trusted with little. I mean, Luke 6.38 has been preached wrong before, but listen to what it says. Given, it'll be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Men will give into your bosom. How do you think that happens? Because God has people that he will instruct to help you, to bless you, to equip the assignment. And that's what I'm learning. For me to stay in peace, I have to stay in my lane. She's trying to help me. I, I fight it sometimes. She'd probably say, he fights it a lot. <laughs> but I try to, you know, I need to stay in my lane. If I stay in my lane... I'm good. You have authority. But it doesn't happen if you don't exercise it. If you do nothing, that's how everything happens on this earth. If the enemy wants something to happen, he's got to get people to do it for him. If God wants something to happen, he gets people to do it for him. By kingdom principles, by kingdom laws. The enemy doesn't want you to know what the word says. That's why he comes for the word. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes?